It's the Jim and Ann show. Ann's not here, but we're here with Bill Hartzer, the Bill Hartzer. Great. Great to be here. Bill Hartzer, for those who may not know, he's been in this industry since 1996. He's a famous blogger and writes for Search Engine Journal and other places. He's a speaker, a podcaster, course instructor, expert at top-level domains and new GTLDs, and he's an expert witness and offers consulting and auditing and more at BillHartzer.com. Yay. Glad to have you, Bill. Great to be here. So I know that one of your specialties as well, and um something we look at as a lot as well is what happens if a client has taken a big dip in traffic or rankings loss? You know, it happens to a lot of people, whether it's, you know, overnight or whether it's slowly over time, but you know, there are a lot of people that sites have gone down and they're like, Hey, we need an expert to look at things because things are different today. You know, Bill, in the old days, yeah. like, like it was great. Like if someone's rankings fell, it happened on a specific date, you would look at what is the update that came out that day. And you'd be like, oh, it's Panda number 27. All right. Then that means your content needs improving or it's Penguin, whatever. All right. Your links are bad or it's the above the fold update. And now those things don't happen anymore. And that's where I wonder how new people even know where to start to look because it's like, I love having the history of knowing everything that Google has looked for. So that now, like if something's happened, you know, there's no way you can really, that I know of, you can point out and be like, ah, yep. Bad links. That's it. You know, or, Oh, you know, you gotta just fix your content here. Change these links. You're all set. Like it's, it's almost like you have to look at everything with all the experience and be like, here's everything that could be improved that it could be. It could be this, it could be this, it could be this. Got to improve this, 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 this. But in any case, Bill, what are some of the things that you look at? Like if a client comes to you and says, hey, we've had a drop in traffic, we're losing rankings, help. That's a good question because, you know, like I said, you mentioned that it's, you know, it's before it was like Google did something. Well, now, honestly, 99% of the cases now, if that's the case, it's not Google did something, the web's, the client or some, the web designer or the web developer, they did something. And that's what I'm finding is that, okay, well, what did you do? Some months ago, we redesigned the site and we got rid of a lot of pages or our site was down for a while, or we switched domain names and we, we did something. We have to establish that. What changed? In a lot of cases, they redesigned pages or they combined pages or they got rid of content. They did something in the majority of cases. Well, I guess that's probably if there's an immediate change. If there's an immediate change where suddenly whoosh, they fall and it's like, all right. Not necessarily. That can be also that slow thing. It could be if we take a, an attorney website, for example, and they're a personal injury lawyer. Okay, and for years they have been they've been going after and their content on their site is all around personal injury lawyer. Mm-hmm. Well, they get a new partner and this partner specializes in bad drugs and lawsuits. And they add a bunch of content on the site about bad drugs and so forth. The overall t- 
topic of the site kind of slowly changes. They've added that content. Now they're not really a personal injury lawyer. So their rankings kind of start to go down because the content is not just around personal injury law. So that you're particular going to start by, you kind of started this by saying, you know, you're going to look to see what that site did where it, it could be a technical issue. You know, you, I tell you, you're going to crawl a site, look at everything. What is it that could be giving Google a hard time? And then it sounds like kind of the next item is going to be kind of analyzing the site's content to be like, you know, what are, what are you about? And I guess now we're kind of getting into, getting into the aspects of if they didn't do anything to mess up their site through a technical issue and we're left with, all right, your rankings are going down and it's, you know, maybe it's been the same site for 10 years and nothing's really changed, but you know, maybe it always ruled and now it's, it's going down, down, down. What are, you know, you mentioned looking at the content and like, what is your site about? And I imagine you're probably going like, you know, if you want to be the expert at personal injury lawyers, you better have a lot of personal injury lawyer stuff on your website. So that Google's like, you know, this site's an expert on it. If you have, you know, 20 different things on your site, then what are you an expert on? I think is what you're getting at. What are kind of some other things that you might look at if a site is, if it's not a a technical issue Um, and let's say their content hasn't changed, but they're still going down. What are other, what are things that you might look at from there? Just like you said, their content hasn't changed. Let's say I have a thousand blog posts on my site and there's posts or pages that have not been updated in five years or two years or something that kind of mean a, a refresh page that you know uh, did well in rankings initially. And then it kind of over time, it became less relevant. It didn't get new links to the page and so forth. And you may find that that page dropped out of the index to recover that. You may need to make an update to that page and get it recrawled again. That's what I'm finding a lot is a lot of flights pages are falling out of the index. And that's been kind of the past, a theme of what's been happening in the past year or two. I think that's because they just might have bad user experience or uh, less signals. Like I know that if it's like a blog post, they just tend to get buried over time. You know, if you wrote something that's five years ago, that might be 10 levels down on your website with only a couple of internal backlinks to it. And I think that's a lot of the ones that almost brings up another topic. You know, I guess, so many people are so used to writing stuff and throwing it on the blog. They're like, here's our money pages and here's the blog. And the blog will throw up, you know, I don't know, whatever. We were told we had to write something. But let's say there's something about, uh, you said a personal injury lawyer. Let's say if it's something like, uh, I don't know, what are common personal injuries that a lawyer would take on? And a lot of people might, might be like, well, we'll throw that on the blog. And, you know, usually it ranks good at first and then it gets buried and loses its ranking sure. and might even drop out. And sometimes, you know, I have to tell the clients, you know, that's not always the best content to throw on the blog. Like maybe you need a resource section on your site 
you know, that has these informational pages that on your personal injury lawyer page, you can also be like, you know, here's some resources about personal injury. And, you know, maybe those could lead to other informational pages. So it goes like, yeah, you have a lot of information about personal injury law stuff and it won't get buried. I guess you could post it on the blog, but kind of tie it in with your other pages. So Google sees, you know, all right, on your personal injury lawyer page, you have all these other links to personal injury law stuff. And maybe if you do drugs, you kind of have your, well, I mean, drug lawyer, if you're like a drug lawyer, you have like another page about drug law, uh, drug laws. And then on that page, you link to your other content about drug stuff. So Google sees, all right, you know, there's kind of a circle of content here and a circle of content here. And you're kind of different, but we can see you're the expert on this because you have all this information. We can see you're an expert on this. But if you're like, here's my here's my personal injury law page and here's my drug lawyer page and all of your wonderful content is on your blog somewhere buried over here and it's not connected to here and that's not connected to there. Google might be like, this is lost, lost stuff. But I guess yeah, so internal linking, you know, internal linking and you can, you know, can actually do, you know, an internal link audit. Um, and, you know, really see what the site structure is mm. of the site. Keep on going back to that pyramid that Brett Tabke years ago, it was 2001 or something that he come up with the main page. And then you have under that, you know, that's at the top of the pyramid. Then you have this, the, the categories, category pages under that. And then you have subcategories and then you have your money pages and so forth. And so it's, you know, your site structure really needs to have, you need to have a site structure. Mm. Um, and so those, you know, some, you may, you may end up with certain pages that only have not many links. An interesting metric that I get out of on crawl that I always look for. And what it's doing is it's looking at, at rankings based from Google search console. And so you're looking at pages that are ranking in the first top three positions. How many internal links do those pages have? Pages that are ranking in fourth to 10th position. How many internal links do those pages have? Mm -hmm. And on page two, page three and four and so forth in the results. And I'll oftentimes find that pages that are ranking on the first page have more internal links than pages that are ranking on page two, three, four, and so forth. Yeah. And so that's another area, internal linking. And this, is, this, is, this leads me to another question. Like, what do you do with a guy who's got, let's say 10,000 products across all these different categories? So let's say, you know, he's got 10, 10 category pages, each category pages, he's got a thousand products. And when you go to the main category page, it says like, here's the first 30. And then there's next, 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 or page two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. To, you know, going way out. And so, you know, we, you and me, know that you know that stuff on page one hundred. You know, if you kept going next, 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 or whatever sure. page one hundred, that like that stuff, it probably isn't going to be indexed. It's certainly not going to rank. Like the only way to get to it is you know, click on one, two, three, and then you know, then you see four, five, six. <laughs> it's like Google's like this is a hundred levels down your site. Um, what is it you recommend? In the case the majority, like you need more categories. You have a, one category, let's say sports equipment. Under sports equipment, there are all those parts. Categories. So you're talking about if I got the 10 categories, instead of having that one page that leads to a thousand, you'd be like, take those thousand, create more categories. So under that category, we now have 
here's seven other category pages. Exactly. So under sports equipment, you have golf and you have swimming and you have skiing and you have badminton and you have, you create more categories. And so what happens is, is that you're not only just creating just categories and less pay products in each category, but you're taking the site and saying, okay, these products are basketball related. And these are scuba diving products and these are baseball products. And so you're creating topical sections of that site. And so the baseball products, oh, if you're looking for a baseball mitt, you might also need a hat and a ball and you put those things together and you look at it as far as the topic goes. And those should then link to each other. Amazon is successful because here are other related products. Here are products that other people were interested in. Here are products that um, you may be interested in also that are that are similar products. Yeah, I like getting as many internal links to pages as possible. So like if I'm on a, let's say a, a baseball page and, you know, there's a page about baseball gloves, like on the bottom of that page, I want to link to every other glove, you know, and then I might want to link to other you know, popular baseball equipment as well. And like, there's so many people that like, they're like, here's the glove and that's it. And it's like, and then what happens is that glove only has like one backlink to it, you know, but if you're like, every glove is going to link to every glove, like on the bottom of every glove page, we're going to be like, here's all our other gloves, you know? And, and if you have a hundred gloves and all those 100 glove pages all linked to each other, then now your glove page has a hundred internal links into it. Um, and it's not yeah. just an SEO thing, though. It's also humans. Okay, I don't like this glove, but they will stick around the site and they will click and look at other pages, other baseball gloves in in, a, in other colors or other sizes or other styles, and they'll stick around the site. We're not just throwing those links there just for SEO, wow. but it's, you know, you kind <laughs> of have to think a little bit like a search engine might it's think is okay. Let's keep the long the the longer we can keep them on the site, the more the better chance that they will buy something. And and the better signals that may send to Google as well. Yes, exactly. As opposed especially to them going to another site. I'm not a fan of this glove. Let me go back to that Google search. Ah, that's a bad signal. Yep. Look around when your rankings go.